You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's Super Bowl episode of the Underdog NFL Show. Chris Horwadell joined by Mario Hines. Mario, buddy, how's it going? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, I've decided fully okay. that I am going to enjoy the game. Oh, that was nice. And what what could happen? Now I want to play this out. Mm-hmm. What what could happen to make you not enjoy it? And I, I I've thought this through thoroughly. Good. Um, it would be that the Rams show up completely flat mm-hmm. and even with that being the case and flat being like just looking bad play Jared Goff-esque yes and it not mattering at all because the Bengals are out of place like that would be the most ugh, bitter taste in my mouth like just God complete unforced errors and they don't have to be turnovers but just unforced errors yeah. by the Bengals. just like oh oh really i don't want them to come alive i guess they're used to come alive yeah this this matchup it's gonna be fascinating because this Bengals team they're kind of like that when you put a super young team together and they're just like they don't know that they shouldn't be able to compete in these games and they just somehow keep doing it keep winning sheer through uh sheer youth and gusto and um yeah sometimes magic can happen that's what I'm thinking. And so that's the part where I actually have chosen to dare not speak about in depth because of that reality. It could be a thing. I couldn't thank, even imagine. Thank God you're not hosting an NFL show. I know. Can't, <laughs> I have no opportunities and we'll, we'll, we'll see no opportunities, face no opportunities to talk about it, thankfully. But uh, I'll, in my lifetime, if this occurs, if yeah. a Bengals W occurs in my lifetime for real, like... I don't, I don't even, it's, it's a gun to the face moment. Who knows what I'll do? Who knows? Well, on that note, let's talk about it. The Los Angeles Rams and Cincinnati Bengals are set to kick off uh, Super Bowl 56 this Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, it's going to be an interesting one. I've got BovadaSportsBook.com open in front of me. We're going to have just a, an absolute bonanza, a smorgasbord of lines, props, and all that good stuff in talking about this game and uh, and some of the off-field stuff, some of the uh, the fun props surrounding it. But let's start at the top, man. The the line, and this is interesting to me, I, um, I, I filled in for my buddy Seth Everett, who usually hosts the uh, official Bavada podcast, At Odds. I filled in this week because, you know, he had a little family emergency, and I got to uh, have some conversations with their head odds maker. So I got to ask him a really interesting question. I noticed when this line opened originally, it was Bengals plus four. As we sit right now, it's Bengals plus four. Mm. Like nothing has changed. How do you feel about that line? I is Bavada bored with this? <laughs> <laughs> like not keep I will I would more so believe that there's no one keeping track of the changes, then they're not being anything significantly changing to where the line doesn't shift. Or do you, just, do you think everybody went on vacation Super Bowl week? It's like we don't. We, we'll just see what happens. Whatever we thought at the beginning of this, we think that 
No matter. <laughs> it's it's like it's like they forgot that there was a week seventeen or week eighteen this year. So everybody's on vacation this week because they thought the Super Bowl was going to be last week. Exactly, exactly. Like we're and we're following through. We're following through with plans, you know. But I think yes. it's interesting. It's a really interesting thing because we don't know. We, like it's one of the Super Bowls where we the variable yeah. is pretty is pretty uh is pretty bold. The variable and the variable being those young fun Bengals who are not even close to the last time the Bengals were in the Super Bowl, which was a you know a very scrappy team, you know. So they kind of understood their place and they mm-hmm. thought that their place was going to be good enough. Uh, not at all, actually, against that Niners team. But yeah. uh, this Bengals team is so much the future of the league-ish. You know what I mean? Like, this is yeah. what the league wants teams to be, or at least outwardly. So it's interesting that that variable could be left alone. There's no nudging on, well, that could mean that they could win, or that makes them more susceptible to getting blown out. Nope, nope, we just don't know, so we're going to leave it at four. Yeah, the the over under has come down a little bit. It it opened at fifty at Bavada, but now it's sitting forty eight and a half. So it, it seems like people are thinking not a super high scoring game. I don't know where I sit with that either. To be honest, uh, I'm cool with it and it feels natural, but the energy around this game feels different to me too. Yeah, in just a Super Bowl sense. I, I don't know if it's having the home team have, be at their stadium or if it's, again, the the unpredictable Bengals making it, if it's getting through this strange year where, you know, no uh, expected, neither one of the quarterbacks, none of the quarterbacks we expected to be at the, in the game are in the game, you know, mm-hmm. and there were a few that we could have tossed uh-huh. up. So yeah, there's just an energy around it that's like anything could happen, man. And I feel like that way for points as well. This could be one of those like, all right, you remember the um the Patriots uh, Panthers like kind of explosion of points at the in the third quarter. I honestly thought you were about to ask me if I remember the Patriots Eagles Super Bowl three years ago. We can't talk about that every time we talk. Like, about I do. The Super Bowl. I do recall that. There were you should. A uh, couple of points were scored in that game. A few. I actually rewatched the. Uh, the touchdown catch by a uh, Foles the other day. I, I feel like I've never seen a touchdown pass more in my life than that that play. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure on your end it it is tattooed or yeah, playing constant replay. Face, no face tattoo is correct. I actually have an NF, I actually have an <laughs> NFT tattooed on my face. NFT makes the show. Uh, no, that play was so interesting just because it it. It makes it makes sense when I think about it now. Like it makes sense that that play was made and that that team won. Like that mm. that type of and those are the things that I think about about this this game coming up. Like there's gonna be some um, interesting like point out stand standout plays or you know sometimes mm-hmm. you get the Super Bowls where you have to manufacture the highlights. You have to manufacture the MVP even. Um, I don't think this game's gonna be that. I think there's gonna have some very blatant blatant this was the play or this is a play yeah well let's talk about the mvps as you would imagine bavada has the quarterbacks the favorites matt stafford the favorite at plus 125 followed by joe burrow at plus 235 after that rams wide receiver cooper cup comes in at plus 600 and this is the one that blows me away man the fourth highest odds to win mvp 
Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald. <laughs> How he do it? I mean, okay. Like, I know that Bengals offensive line is horrible, but what does a defensive tackle have to do to win MVP? That's what I'm thinking. The one thing that's already done, that it's, it's before he steps on the field, it's a done deal, is that he's highly celebrated. He's probably one of the few defensive players that is respected by the fans as much as an offensive playmaker is. Mm-hmm. So, so much so that he could make a normal amount of plays relative to his, his game. And it yeah. feel like the game changing dominance that deserves MVP. So at least the eyes are on him in a way that you don't have to pull a defensive player from the, the bottom of the list type yeah. of thing. I mean, eyes are on him, but there has to be a splash play in there somewhere. It can't, you know, he's going to, what do you, you need two sacks, maybe, maybe a scoop and score, maybe a pick six. You really need to find the end zone if you're Aaron Donald, unless you have, you know, four and a half sacks. Yeah, yeah. Poss- the, the cemented play you think has to be in there, but James Harrison, who had a pretty decent game, did not win MVP. I feel like that makes the point all the more. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm saying, but James Harrison wasn't, highlighted prior to the game so i don't i'm actually kind of saying that it may not be the merit (laughs) it may be the hype that would do it for a defensive player over the merit because we've seen defensive players you know i think did Derek brooks win the mvp no uh dexter jackson did for the buccaneers and he had he i don't even think he had the better better game of, of i think there was a guy who had a pick six like every playoff game I looked at ba- I look back at this. Yeah, Dexter Jackson won uh, Super Bowl thirty seven MVP with two first half interceptions. He is the last defensive player to win MVP. We're talking fifteen years. Yeah, and that one was manufacture me an MVP because it was just it was such a football game. Like the football game wasn't bad, but it was yeah there wasn't anyone, and so I guess the two picks against. That Raiders team where you're like, okay, I thought it was going to be something. But I think Aaron Donald could do it with a semi, a slightly above average day. I think it's possible. Yeah, well, 18 years. Of those 18 years, they've all been offensive players and 11 have been quarterbacks. You're fighting an uphill battle because... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. I'm, I'm an idiot and a liar. Malcolm Smith won MVP... Ah, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. And I'm a liar even more. Six years ago, look at my inability to read catching up with me again. Six years ago, Von Miller, who was also playing in this game, uh, had two and a half sacks and a pass defended, one MVP of 50. And then of Super Bowl 48, Ugh. Malcolm Smith, interception for a touchdown, fumble recovery, 10 tackles. I don't like the Von Miller one. I just remember that Super Bowl was a dud. Yeah. Um,. It was Cam New. It was it was it was realizing that the Panthers were nothing but Cam. Um, Last year, Brady twenty one of twenty nine, two hundred and one yards and three touchdowns for MVP. That's how little you have to do to win MVP if you're a quarterback. Yeah, those three touchdowns, but uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying now that I think about it. Okay, so back to the conversation. Aaron Donald. I think. I mean, six years isn't that long ago, but going into a game, highest odds. And justified. Now, bigger eyes are on Matt Stafford to do whatever, probably fail, 
So his wow. success yeah. is going to explode him through the voting. Or the well, Matt Stafford is playing for the Hall of Fame right now. It, actually, and thank you for saying that, man. Even though he's not my quarterback anymore, thank you for just identifying the fact that regardless, and I know that it's crazy, you know, because he's not in the same breath as a Calvin Johnson or Barry Sanders who are Lions greats that you can overlook the 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 poorest winning percentage in, 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 in the the implosion, the constant implosion of the organization. You can yeah. overlook that for those guys, you know generational talents at their position where Matt isn't a generational talent, but damn it, he's in Hall of Fame. He puts up, I mean, the guy has put up huge numbers. It's just been sort of buoyed by the fact that the Lions haven't been great. And winning is a quarterback stat. <laughs> and winning is a quarterback, absolutely it is. And that's why quarterbacks tend to win MVP. Um, I, I like, you know, I agree Stafford is the most likely guy there. Past the four we mentioned, Jamar Chase plus 1,400, Cam Akers plus 25, Beckham plus 26, Mixon plus 35, Von Miller plus 35, T. Higgins plus 40, Evan McPherson plus 45, Jalen Ramsey plus 5,000, and uh, and so on and so on. All, all the way, I mean, there's there's more below him, but all the way down to Eric Weddle, who was, you know, <laughs> s- sitting on his couch a month and a half ago at plus 20,000 to win MVP at Pavada. Uh, nice for Eric. Actually, that's cool for Eric. I think Jamar Chase has a chance. Yeah, because of the way he plays the game, I think he has a chance. The problem there is that if he puts up big numbers, Burrow puts up big numbers. Right. So, was Santonio Holmes the MVP of the Steelers one? Yeah, he was. And the catch was just so like I don't care what right. number Big Ben put up. Catch. So, I don't even know if Big Ben's numbers were that great. I'm trying yeah, to just I'm all, think. I'm all for Ben not being rewarded. Absolutely. I'm just trying to think the last time a receiver won it, what were what were the corresponding quarterback stats? Didn't Hines Ward well, win it, it as well? Two two years ago, Julian Edelman won MVP ten catches for a buck forty one. Prior to that, it was Santonio nine for a buck thirty one and a score. Edelman didn't it didn't have a touchdown in that game. That's crazy. Uh Heinz Ward five for one twenty three and a score. Deion Branch eleven for one thirty three. That Deion Branch. And, yeah, and then after that we have to go all the way back to Jerry Rice. Uh earned it eleven catches for two fifteen and a score. Was that against the Bengals? I don't have that. Oh, okay. yet. <laughs> I ju- I can just tell you that it was uh, Super Bowl twenty three. Oh, okay. Well if my Roman numeral reading is correct. It better be. Or worse <laughs> it better be. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, Burrow is more fun, right? Like right now, the the stage is set for the love fest that is Joe Burrow's fan base. Like it is exactly. cool. It is a cool thing to root for Joey Burrow at this point. So if Chase does light it up, I assume Burrow would get the. All right, let's let's go into a couple of these. Um, it goes without saying that. Bavada literally just hundreds and hundreds of uh, of player props for the Super Bowl. They're gonna have the in-game betting, all of that stuff. If if there's something you're looking for, it's here, and that makes uh, this task a little overwhelming. As uh, I met, which just randomly ended up on entertainment props. Do you uh, <laughs> yeah you have any feeling on the Grammy awards? It seems like Olivia Rodrigo is the favorite at plus one seventy five, but I don't. Cool. Yeah, I don't think that's what we're here to talk about. I don't know one uh, song of hers. Uh, unfortunately, I do, but <laughs> it's it's all perfectly fine. It's just not obviously it's not for me. But I mm-hmm. but uh, like 
she was such a phenomenon. I, I listened to the album on Spotify, and you know, it's basically like it's Taylor Swifty, it's young oh, okay. Taylor Swift okay. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm not the demo, so I, I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Um, let's see, we've got score prompts, touchdown specials. Uh, I don't like that one. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be judicious here. Yeah, Mario, let's let's go down to the quarterback props Ooh. 48 quarterback props at Bavada lots of options it is a what is that what is that phrase um paralysis by over analysis mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is that like, where you're at like, right now yeah I feel like that's where we are uh look, let's make this very basic who mm -hmm. will have more passing yards in the game uh Joe Burrow minus 105 Matt Stafford minus 125 at Bavada this is hard for me because they both have running backs that could do a thing that takes yards away. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess the likelihood that one does is the Bengals. So I'll go with um, who has more, you're asking? Correct. Yeah, I'll go with Matt. Uh, who throws more touchdown passes in the game? Burrow plus 130, Stafford minus 170 at Bavada. Oh, that's mess uh, that, that Yeah, yeah. So this, because of, you know, ironically... The running back will probably score more as well. So yeah, it has to be Matt Stafford again. Who will throw the first interception in the game? Matt Stafford Joe... will definitely throw. I'm sorry, <laughs> well, they're not both uh, sitting minus one fifteen at Bavada, and I guess we have your answer on that one. It is a a uh, resounding vote for Matt Stafford. Okay, let's. We've got uh, all passing. Oh my God, there's so many passing yards. So many. <laughs> Like, I just don't know. Uh, total touchdown passes for Joe Burrow. The over-under at is at two and a half is the over is plus 160, the under minus 215. So over-under on two and a half touchdowns. For Burrow, I mean, I have to go under, man. The over-under at Bavada for Matt Stafford, total touchdown passes two and a half uh, over Plus one thirty under minus one seventy. I'll go over. I think I think he'll get his his numbers. I mean, you give one to OBJ, you give two to Cup, and you're you're thriving. You're just a, you're just a hater. You just you just hate <laughs> Joe Cool. I think he'll lose him to the running back. Oh, uh, <laughs> there you go. Um, what will Matt Stafford do first? Bavada says throw a touchdown pass. Um, sorry, I scrolled a little bit, uh, and I closed that. <laughs> throw a touchdown pass minus three fifty. Throw an interception plus two twenty five. I think he throws an early pick, which gets people on the wrong side of understanding. Will Matt Stafford throw two or more touchdown passes in any quarter? Bavada says yes, plus one twenty or plus one fifty. No, minus two hundred. Hmm. No. All right, let's find a Joe Burrow one. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Total yards from the first touchdown passes. My phone won't stop ringing. Uh, put that on silent. Apologies. Total yards from first touchdown pass. I'm uh, the the I the over under. Uh, Will it be longer or shorter than nine and a half? Bavada has over at minus one thirty under even. Ooh, 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 ooh. Let's go over. 
like the I mean the Jamar Chase 70 yard play is always a uh, it's possible man on any given play I think yeah, they have like crazy I mean you obviously can't plan it but I think it's one of those things where like um when they're when they're it's it's called 90 yard drive 99 yard drive uh, typically every every offense has their 99 yard drive um script yeah, and the Eagles just throw the ball up to JJ Ortega Whiteside and let magic happen. That I promise you, you plug in JJ go figure outside <laughs> with Jamar Chase. And I really think it's one of those things where the Bengals are sitting thinking we this is when we, we make that shot. We take that shot when we're we're within our at our twenty. If we're yeah. sitting in our twenty, we're gonna take the shot. That's how we get this play going. I think it's really relied upon. Well, let's look at some receiving props. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, who will catch a pass first? Bavada has Jamar Chase, the favorite, at plus 165, followed by T. Higgins, 225, Joe Mixon at four, Tyler Boyd at six, Drew Sample at nine, and uh, Samaj Pirine at plus 1,300. I mean, I think, I think it's Mixon or, or Higgins. I'm just trying to figure out which one of the two. Like, if I'm thinking about Joey Burrow, I mean, they're going to get a screen to chase, but it won't be the first catch. They're going to get him in the game. Um, little, uh, perhaps a little deep attempt early on the script doesn't, you know, it's covered and a little dump down to Joe Mixon. Exactly. I think, I think, uh, uh, it's hard because Burrow gives me smart play, but also gives me, I'm not scared to make the downfield throw early, but yeah, give me, give me Mixon, give me Mixon. Cincinnati Bengals, who will have the most receiving yards in the game? Uh, shocker of shockers, Jamar Chase is the odds-on favorite at plus 145. T. Higgins pretty close at plus 175. Tyler Boyd plus 500. Mixon plus 7. Others also included. Hmm. Give me Higgins on this one again. Oh, oh no, man. not so again. You're looking... Because I went Mixon. No. So you're, th- you're thinking big game for T. Higgins... That's a, that's I like it. T. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he people forget how good T. Higgins is actually on his own. So like, and he's the the thing that's made him better. Now I'm not in the locker room. Surprise. He has, from what I can tell, from what he portrays in his interviews, he's all the way takes in. Like I get freedom from having this guy chase on the like I'm yeah. owning it. And when you don't fight for like that the routes, you know what I mean? You, when you don't fight for the targeted routes, and I'm sure they have packages for Higgins, but when you don't fight for that and you just, you know, run your route knowing, then you you, you maximize it. And, and it looks like he does that. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, who will catch a pass first. The odds on favorite at Bavada Cooper Cup, plus 175. OBJ, plus 250. Van Jefferson, 550. Kendall Blanton, 700. Tyler Higby, 700. Cam Akers, 1,000. Sony Michelle, 1,500. Wait, 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 wait. What's this question again? Sorry. First uh, to catch a pass. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, cup, 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 cup. It's always cup. It's always cup. It is. I would throw it to Cooper Cup anytime for the first to get myself as a quarterback. Now I'm not a quarterback. Look, it's just, uh, it's just good business. It is. Los Angeles Rams, who will record the most receiving yards in a game? Cooper Cup, the favorite, heavy favorite, at minus 250. OBJ, plus 400. Van Jefferson, eight, uh, six, 850? Sorry, I can't read that. Mm-hmm. Kendall Blanton, plus 2,000, as is Tyler Higby and Cam Akers. Sony Michelle, plus 2,500 at Bavada. It's just hard to go against it. It seems cliche or like you're not trying, but 
Cooper Cup works for his 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 catches, but he works for his yards. Yeah. He's open a lot. He's one of the most consistent receivers we've seen in a long time. So you have to choose it based on the fact that the likelihood that he'll be open is high. I'm scrolling through these to find the next one that I like. Uh, all right, here's some random ones. I like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, who will have more receiving yards in the game? Tyler Boyd minus 150, Van Jefferson plus 115 at Bavada. Hmm. Give me Boyd here, who I actually really liked coming out of school. So let me tell you what. So you think the unless Jamar Chase is completely shut down, this Bengals offense is going to be dynamic. I think they're going to play well. Yes, I do. Dynamic. I mean, I mean, would, would, would give, give you me just points. said T Higgins the leading receiver. Yep. Most most receiving yards. Tyler Boyd more catches and Van more uh, receiving yards than Van Jefferson. So logic says. You, they have to be pretty darn good. Yeah, I think I think I think they play well. I don't think it will turn into as many points as as, as it should. I think they're gonna. <laughs> I think they're gonna play well. Uh, sorry, um, Wendy's, who is one of the absolute best uh, Twitter accounts to follow, as everyone knows. Uh, <laughs> this is true, and it's true. They're it's they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all they posted was a picture of a frosty. And the date three eleven twenty two, which is the day Ben Simmons returns to Philadelphia, and the the Frostia competition isn't the the Frostia reward for missing free throws is in effect. <laughs> I know that if, tickles you as a as yeah. A as a, if an opposing team misses two consecutive free throws in the second half, you get a free Frosty, and then it gets a little bit bigger. You get fries, and then a bigger Frosty if it happens three times. So. Wendy's is, uh, I don't know, th- their stock price probably dropped a little bit today with the Ben Simmons trade happening. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that's funny. Are you happy, um, by the way? Don't go off on a chain. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm happy. Um, to get, you know, the, the Philadelphia 76ers now have the first and sixth most efficient offensive players in NBA history <laughs> playing for them right now, which, you know, should lead to a pretty good offense. Um you know, Harden is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. He's a little overweight at this point. Mm-hmm. He uh, has now whined his way off of two teams. Mm-hmm. Granted, I think the the issues in New York were really Kyrie Irving related, as all the all the rumors and all the reports say like he was the one guy that really pushed back against all the the Kyrie not playing at home games bullshit and stuff like that. Not what he signed up for when uh, this plan was put into effect. But yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. Apparently, he he very much wanted to be in Philadelphia. Very good relationship with Daryl Morey. Very good relationship with one of the Sixers owners, Michael Rubin. Uh, super close to Meek Mill, who was the uh, 76er guy. Always at every home game. We'll see, man. Uh, I, I wish we would have gotten one more shooter back. If we had to give up Seth Curry, I thought we were going to get Patty Mills back mm-hmm. instead of Paul Millsap, which is just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But... They got to keep Maxi. They got to keep Thibel, and uh, they get to put James Harden and Joel Embiid on the court together. So there it is. It's a, it should be good. Ben wasn't going to do anything here. I mean, no. he's going to go down as one of the most hated players in Philadelphia sports history for all oh, of the cool. nonsense and a guy who was just never cut out to play here. Right. Ironically, not cut out to play in New York either. But uh, <laughs> I know that is that is the uh, the, the property of transference. Like if you're not able to play in Philly. 
Yeah, you really would really want to see yourself in like Oklahoma City <laughs> or something like that. Uh, would have, he would have been fine in like Utah, where like good fans, but more laid back fans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you know it'll be good. Uh, I would imagine Harden probably makes his debut on uh, on Saturday. I believe they play the the Cleveland Cavaliers in Philadelphia. Yeah, so yeah, it'll be fun. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. It'd be weird to see Harden wearing anything but number thirteen. But uh, a gentleman, gentleman by the name of Chamberlain wore that in Philadelphia. Yeah. So. <laughs> and uh, also, I, I it occurred to me today that two, three, four, and six are all retired numbers in Philly. So, like sing, single digit numbers are kind of rare, I guess. They're the best number. I agree, man. There's mm. only there's only so many acceptable basketball numbers, and that's uh, true. Like two, I don't love two, but two, three, those are good. They're decent basketball numbers. Three, obviously, is a pretty good player wore that here. Yeah, no one should ever. Uh, Dana Barrows is who I was talking about. <laughs> I do you think Dana Barrows wore three before Iverson Duncan was here? So. Yeah, yeah, not never Duncan Dana, but I did. <laughs> I did see him hang fifty on uh, on somebody at one. Like maybe the the Celtics. I forget. He just. He randomly had that one year where he couldn't miss. He was a borderline all-star. It was great to watch. And then, you know, they, he realized he was Dana Barrows. I don't, I don't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, Doing great work in the community. Uh, is he? I think so. He has a nice little facility. Hopefully, it's uh, he's there. Well, I, I knew he had the facility because I emailed that facility to try and get a hold of him to try and get him on uh, my NBA show. Did not hear back from Mr. Barrows or uh, Mr. Clarence Weatherspoon, who's coaching it uh, at um, the, oh God, it's a black and yellow team. Southern Mississippi? Yeah, yeah. that sounds right to me. Uh, well, whatever. That both was. are both are, are uh, able to come on the show. Also, I'm going to throw some, throw some shade right now. Sure. Had uh, Michael Bradley on the show oh. at one point. And uh, Michael's a Philadelphia. He was a he was a Villanova guy, but it was Steve Lapis before Jay Wright was there. And uh, this was very nice. Like his story was interesting, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Hey man, keep in touch. You know, let me know if I can help you out with anything." And I was like, "Yeah, you know, if if you know anybody who's interested in coming on the show, uh, you know, I'd love to be put in touch or whatever." And he's like, "Oh, do you want Eric Montrose?" And I was like, "I do want Eric Montrose." And then I never got Eric Montrose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You, you you gotta hold him a little bit more to the fire. Well, he well uh, Michael's weird, and this is what people really tune into the show for. Michael's weird because like at the time he and his family were like basically backpacking just like across the world and just staying in random places. So yeah, I don't know, man. No, good to know. I mean, I'll I'll chastise him, but also I get it. Also, ha- if I remember correctly, they also have a uh, a couple of yoga studios in the uh, Cleveland, Cincinnati area, in the Ohio area. I'm Need not that. really sure. I forget where. So, yeah, you know, it's, uh, people love health around here. <laughs> That's the thing I've really learned. <laughs> the uh, Back to the Super Bowl. Yes. Who will have more? Okay, here you go. Who will have more receiving yards in the game? This just so happens to be the two guys who you said would lead their respective teams in uh, in receiving yards. For Cincinnati, uh, Cooper, uh, T. Higgins, and for Cooper Cup, uh, <laughs> Cooper, for Cup. Cooper Cup, for Cooper Cup, the Rams, for the Rams, Cooper Cup. <laughs> I mean, I think it was Freudian because yeah. it's Cooper Cup. It's Cooper Cup. 12, 12 catches, one eighty-seven, solid wow. day. 
Who will have more receiving yards in the game? Jamar Chase for the Bengals at minus 220 or Odell Beckham Jr. for the Rams at minus, or plus 165 at Bavada? I'm going to answer the question. I'm going to answer the question with an addition. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase will have more yards. Okay. OBJ will have the bigger splash play. Than Chase. Wow. You, so you don't think Chase is going to be a, a big factor in this I don't game. think he's going to be a huge factor. I don't think he'll be considered um, locked up, but they're not going to let him do it. Like, you can't. You can't. You have, J- you have Jalen Ramsey and a relatively smart defensive coach. Like, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't let Jamar Chase go nuts. Like, I just can't see it being the thing. You can't hold him down. I don't think you can... I think mentally he's hard to to slow down. Like he's yeah. mentally he believes in himself so much that he and he, he works hard. So, but I don't think you know maybe sixty on on four. Okay, all right. Uh, let's go to let's go to rushing yards. Who will have the most rushing yards in the game? The favorite at Bavada minus one hundred five is Joe Mixon, followed by Cam Akers at minus one twenty five, which actually makes him the favorite. Mm-hmm. No, mix, it's a mixing party. I think Mixon's going to have so, a so that's out. No, sorry. So that's out of order, okay, which just okay. confused me. Uh, Sony Michelle plus 900. P. Ryan plus 5,000. Joe Burrow plus 10,000. Matt Stafford plus 10,000. <laughs> Matt's going to get one runoff. It's going to be a four-yard run. He's going to get out of bounds, too. We're not going to care, though. Um, I don't know. I, I suspect he's going to have uh, three official runs at the end of the game. Ooh. Yes. And they're going to come from victory formation. Ooh. That's what I thought you were hinting at. Um, no, I think Joe Mixon is the leading rusher of the game. Uh, I, he's hard to stop as well. The Bengals know what they're doing. They, they situationally run very well. So give me give me Mixon on the on the lead. Total rushing yards by the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Bavada sets the number at one hundred eight and a half. The over minus one hundred five. The under minus one twenty five. <sighs> give it to me again. Uh, over under, over under is one hundred eight and a half rushing yards for the Rams total. Oh man, I'm trying to think where they're going to come from. Well, I I mentioned those negative three from staff. You did. We did lose three. <laughs> we did. We 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 graciously and and yeah. I'm going to go under here. Total rushing yards in the game by the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Bovada has the over under set. At 87 and a half, with the over uh, minus 115, the under also minus 115. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to go under here, but it's going to be a close. So not a big rushing game is what we're getting here. Not a crit. No, it won't lead. The, it won't lead the hit. Uh, total rushing yards from Cam Akers, 64 and a half, the over under at Bavada. Over minus 120, under minus 110. Under, under. It's just I'm I'm guessing I'm I'm seeing you see a where common I'm theme emerge. You see where I'm at. <laughs> um, let's talk about this explosive play. Total rushing yards by Jamar Chase. Bavada has that number set at two and a half yards, with the over minus one forty, the under plus one ten. <laughs> I mean, we'll go under, but yeah. But here's the thing to remember about that. A, any ball is thrown behind. Any ball is thrown behind the line of scrimmage counts as a run by for Chase. 
Right. So, oh, that's a great so question. Um, if we're talking about a little, a little smoke rattle, yeah, screen, screen something action, like that. I'm trying to think. Like it, it really matters the trajectory of the ball. Now we're getting technical here. A little, little bubbly, bubbly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still gonna go under, but interesting. Total rushing yards by Joe Burrow. Bavada has the over under at eleven and a half. With the over minus one thirty five, the under plus one oh five. Yeah, he's gonna go under. He'll have <laughs> I would love to see him go crazy with the running. It's just not it's not the it's not it's not the party for that. <laughs> Total rushing yards from uh, Bengals running back Joe Mixon, Bavada has the number at sixty five and a half, with the over at minus one fifteen, also the under minus one fifteen. Hmm. Hmm. One more time with the numbers. Uh, 65 and a half over under. Over. Finally. <laughs> uh, total rushing yards by Matt Stafford in this game. Come on with it. That guy has wheels. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bavada has that number set at five and a half <laughs> with the... With the over at plus 110 and the under at minus 145. I'm going to go over here. I think it's, I'm, he's going to get it. He's going to have, because, okay, so he loses three yards, right? I'm going to uh-huh. do the math right now. Right. He's going to have the key. It's going to be a key first down run where he's doing that chug-a-lug run. He does four yards. Boom. So we're at one yard right now. I have another one. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's tired at that point. <laughs> Damn, okay, I have to, math, math is math, so I'm actually going to have to go under. Total rushing attempts in the game for Cooper Cup, Bavada sets the number at 0.5, the over plus 180, the under minus 245. So does he get a run? Does he get a carry? I mean, that jet sweep thing, I don't know if they're going to write it out of the playbook, man. Oh, it's not, that's not a run, though. Yeah, it is. The one where they t- they tap it to him forward, is that no? It, has, it can't go forward, but I mean the yeah. jet sweep it, typically, as you know, is yeah. A, is but a they handoff. run they run the jet sweep with him as as the tip the 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 shotgun to the tip. Yeah. I'm trying to think, man. I'm trying to win these people money. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. He's not gonna get a carry. God, carry. <laughs> he. I think he just got a carry. <laughs> Uh, total rushing and receiving combined yards for Joe Mixon. Bavada has the over-under at 95 and a half. Uh, the over minus 115. The under also 115. Minus 115. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going over here. Um, uh, longest rushing attempt of the game for Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow. The over-under at eight and a half yards. The over minus one ten. The under minus one twenty. I said if it was eight, I'm going over. Eight and a half is good enough. I'm going over. Uh, who will have the most rushing yards in the game? Bavada has Joe Burrow at minus one thirty, and Matt Stafford even. Yeah, yeah. Matt gets one yard. Joey gets eighteen yard, nineteen yards. So yeah. Wait a second. I feel like earlier we said Burrow, uh, Stafford was going to have more rushing yards than Burrow. No way. Okay. Well, I mean, let's listen back, we'll listen we'll back listen to the tape. That. It's I possible that drunk. I'm drunk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're both drunk, and that's a big problem. Or it's amazing. The, the answer to all problems. Yeah. 
Who will have the more? Who will have the more? Who will? I mean, maybe I am drunk. Who yeah. will have more rushing yards in the game? Joe Mixon minus one fifteen. Cam Akers minus one fifteen at Bavada. I mean, Mixon, man. All right, that is going to complete our on-field activities. But that is a. Uh, it's not going to be the end of this. There are about 18,000 more prop bets uh, for the Super Bowl. Um, I don't like the coin toss bet because that's just pure, pure chance. Right. Never dug that. Uh, commercials. Which commercial will be first to play, sir? Will it be QuickBooks at minus 115 <laughs> or Taco Bell at minus 115? Just... I don't watch enough TV to know. Does QuickBooks do this? Is that what? Does QuickBooks uh, put commercials I would imagine they in? do. Yeah, I would imagine. Well, into it, into it, quick. Yeah, I feel like we see those commercials during football games. Damn. I'm going Taco Bell just for the fact that I know they go hard for this. And it's yeah, it's goddamn Taco Bell. Mm. They're gonna take this oh, shit the, serious. It, in the Target demo. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Probably eating Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, com- commercials. First to play Crypto.com minus 135 or FTX. I do not know what that is. Plus 105 at Bavada. You don't know what FTX is? Sorry, dude. You will after if you watch the Super Bowl. You'll know exactly uh, what they do. But will I know first? <laughs> no, you won't. Uh, commercials. First to play beer commercials. Bavada has Budweiser, the favorite at plus 170, followed by Bud Light Next at plus 200, Michelob Ultra plus 400, Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda plus 600, Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, these, a lot of these seem made up to me, yeah. plus 700, and Cutwater Spirits plus 450. <laughs> no, the crazy thing is about this is that it's an actually a very serious question because um, Budweiser takes this seriously. Like they use oh, this for sure. Some of the, some of the all time iconic Super Bowl. Oh my gosh! And I feel like lately it's like um, messaging, like social yeah. messaging. They're all about it. This is their their chance to do it. So, with that said, do they take that early? They usually it's usually not the earliest one though. They usually let mm-hmm. you settle in. So I'm actually gonna go with third highest odds, which is the Bud Light Seltzer folks. Like people don't know this, and I feel like it's insider information that I should be able that I shouldn't have. But mm-hmm. the first block of commercials, the first four, all just underdog commercials. You've done it, my friend. You've done it. Every single one. Every single one. And if you don't see that, you're high because that's what they are. No, they're underdog commercials, regardless of what it looks like or whether or not I'm talking about some car dealership or you know Taco Bell or FTX, whatever. It's it's an underdog. Please, commercial. yeah, read the fine print. It's underdog. Exactly, and please visit the website and download all of our podcasts. Uh, are you familiar with the Drake curse? Yes, I am. What team's jersey will Drake wear at the homecoming event during Super Bowl weekend? Cincinnati Bengals plus one seventy five, and the Los Angeles Rams minus two forty at Bavada. He's gonna wear the Rams jersey, and it's gonna break the curse. See, I feel like everybody said. I feel like the Rams jersey is too obvious. I feel like I feel like he's gonna come out rocking a Burrow jersey. It's hard because Drake will do that thing. He'll do that thing where he'll buddy up with Joe Burrow for sure. But he, I mean, he doesn't love L.A., but he loves to be in L.A. Yeah, he's like, come on, Joe, let's go inappropriately touch some underage girls on the stage. Oh man. <laughs> 
I'm not laughing at that. No, no, no. That was, that's <laughs> not. The act is a horrible one. Horrible. That it happened is embarrassing. Em- um. <laughs> okay, so you so you're st- you're sticking Rams. You're you're playing it safe here. I am. I'm going safe. Um, this is a weird one. Okay, so if I'm reading this correctly, the the number jersey of the first person to score a touchdown, Bavada has over 27 and a half at plus 120, under 27 and a half, minus 160. Run that back again, man. Okay, the jersey number of the first touchdown scorer in the Super Bowl. Mm. Will it will that jersey be from 1 to 27 or from 28 up? 1 to 27. I think that's the culture we're living in. That's an easy. I mean, you one. got a guy like Cooper Cup fits in there. Yeah. A guy like Jamar Chase fits in there. Both quarterbacks fit in there. Yeah. Uh well, Cam Akers oh, is 28, damn. right? Yeah, Higgins is Oh, he's 83. He's not good. They're not going to score for us anyway. It doesn't fucking matter. But well, isn't Acres twenty eight? Acres isn't going to score for us either. Cooper Cup. I, I also, I'm also not a thousand percent sure Acres is twenty eight. He's twenty three. Well, you live, you learn. Yeah. Color. Oh, this is this is what I'm tuning in for, sir. <laughs> the color of Snoop Dogg's shoes at halftime. This is something you can wager on. Uh, blue plus two twenty, yellow three fifty, black five hundred, white plus two hundred, clean, gray and silver or silver I guess, <laughs> plus uh, seven fifty. Gray and silver would be very specific. Uh, well, orange, which I wanted to pronounce orange, plus fourteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Green plus twelve. Purple plus twelve. Mm-hmm. Red plus fourteen. Mm-hmm. Pink plus eighteen hundred at Bavada. Give me that clean white, man. That's actually. To me, a no-brainer. Give me that clean white. Uh, I feel like it's possible. I, I don't know. I feel like we're going to see some color. Uh, the one thing that everybody, everybody wants to, to bet on this week, mm-hmm. and I'm, I don't even say that facetiously, will Snoop Dogg smoke on stage? Bavada <laughs> has yes at even and no at minus 130. No. You don't think so? I mean... We're, too obvious? I feel like... Maybe I'm too old school. Is that the time we're in? Are we in that time? It's LA, man. I'm saying I get that, but like the national televised part. It's it's Snoop Dogg. Snoop does what he wants. Man, I want him to, but I just don't. Maybe I'm still programmed. I don't. I don't know that I want him. To. <laughs> I don't know that that uh, is the best message to America's youth. But whatever. I want him to enjoy himself. Well, I do care about whether or not Snoop Dogg's having a good time. Come on now. Uh, I don't want this bored ape yacht club bullshit. I just don't care about. Mm-hmm. Uh, will any part of Eminem's performance be censored? Yes, minus uh, 180. No, plus 135 at Bavada. Oh, they got Eminem when he's far past shock value. Like, he's this isn't even shock value Eminem. So I actually think no. I think he's actually going to be, people don't know this, but he's going to be reading Maya Angelou. Yeah, like he's going to be like really into the craft at this point. He's doing a cover of Jules Who Will Save Your Soul. Come on, dog. Like he is a different man. Uh, Will will Kendrick Lamar wear a hoodie? Yes, minus 135. No, minus 105. I don't even understand the context for this question. 
What is he doing what? in the story? Is he as an as a as a? He's in the halftime show. Come on, it's him. It's him. It's a. Uh, it's him. It's a uh, Jay Z. It's uh, it might not be Jay Z. I don't think so. But it's definitely him and Eminem and uh, Mary J. Blige, and Damn. other people who I'm forgetting. My ear is not to the, sh- the halftime show streets, but uh, no, he won't wear a hoodie. I'm looking it up. It's there's five people. Uh, I, I I hope I said Kendrick Lamar. If I didn't, I meant to. You did. Yeah, M. Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige. They're three of the five. Oh, Snoop, obviously. Yeah. And I think it might be Jay Z. Why would Hove get out there? I feel like it might be Jay Z. I just I need to know this now, and it's just bothering me. This is this isn't for anyone but me. I just you your really enjoyment or opinion doesn't matter. Talking to you, the listeners. Uh, NFL Super Bowl. Halftime show. Halftime 2020. The fifth person. Uh, bon, what? Bon Jovi? No, that's... I don't think that's correct. Uh, oh, it's Dr. Dre, not Jay-Z. Um, my head's in the right place, but I've got the wrong genius. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Controversial take right here. You, not a, not, not a Dr. Dre fan. I mean, I'm taking... Did you, you, did you hear it in me? I Did heard it. Like, yeah. Don't forget, forget about Dre. Man. Man, oh, nicely done. No, I get it. I get it. I'm not. I didn't want to. <laughs> obviously, did his thing. There's genius there. I just, you know, yeah, I guess impact the same. Maybe it's just preference. Then sure, it's just preference. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Dre kind of opened the door for Jay Z in ways. In ways. Oh, you're a hater. I think it is. I think it's just a little bit hateration. Do Do you have Do you have professional beef with? Dr. Trey. Oh, this ain't pro beef. There's not pro beef. I haven't, um, no, I mean, he's an old guy. I mean, we all heard your album and it did not sell as well as Dre's. This is now, now, there, now, okay, <laughs> now you're connected to us. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, this feels like, all right, What's up? there's a cut, there's a couple that I think are absolute, like absolute home run locks. And this is one of them. How many times will Roger Goodell be shown from kickoff to the final play, excluding halftime? The the over under is one and a half at Bavada. Mm. One more again. I can't mess this up. The how many times will NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell be shown from kickoff to the final play, excluding halftime? <laughs> over under one and a half. All right, Raj. Again, like I said, I can't mess this up. This is no offense to you. Whatever number is offensive, I'm not trying to choose that number. All right? I also don't want to see you that often. Yeah, I don't either, but I, he's going to... There's no way he's not going to be shown twice. Well, they're definitely going to show him when they bring up the commanders. Right. They're going to show... So that's one. They're going to show him in general. That's two. <laughs> that's, that wins it then. And you're gonna see him. You're gonna see him. Well, I get. You're. Gonna, I feel like you're gonna see him right before the final play. Before the final play, you're gonna see him in that like lead up way. If the if, kneeling, the kneeling play. If if uh if we know who's gonna win, not there we if go. it's competitive. There we go. Okay, not if, okay. Word. Not if somebody's driving to you know potentially win the game, but if we know who's gonna win, you're gonna see Goodell. I'm with that. I'm with that. Um, how many times will the chains be used for a measurement? The over under. And uh, is uh, one and a half at Bavada. 
And by the way, I want to point out that that was a noise I made with my mouth, not another body part. <laughs> no, there'll definitely be some measurement in this game. Multiple measurement. All right, so you're going the over. Mm -hmm. It's music I made with my yo, mouth. Yo, yo, I don't know. Yo. These are things that, that maybe the average fan, I don't even want to do that. All you listeners, you're above average fan. There's a lot of guys on this team that dive on both these teams. That's why I think mm -hmm. the measurement thing will come into play. Like these guys do that. I agree. No, I'm. You, right. I I agree. The over is a safe play there. There we go. Oh, I'm not going safety. This is that's analytics. Okay, fine, <laughs> fine. The over is an analytical decision Thank you. by Mario Hines. Thank you. Um. I'm looking. There's just just so many. Will any scoring drive take less time than it takes to sing the national anthem? Yes, minus 185. No, plus 140 at Bavada. Longer? Less time. Less. I was about to say, yes. Most of it. <laughs> yeah. I think so, yeah. I think, I think. A lot of quick strikes in this game. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and also I saw... Um, and I don't, I don't know who this Mickey Guyton is. I've, I, Great guy. no disrespect, no disrespect. I just never, it's not what I listen to, and I'd never heard of, never heard of him before this. Um, apparently has a little bit of a reputation as as, as Quickie Mickey. Oh, that's not cool. And uh, he, he is well specifically tied to singing national anthems. Oh, okay. uh, I can't speak to anything else. That would be pure conjecture. Yeah. Uh, and it's like goes apparently like goes very fast through the national anthems. This is the lowest national anthem over under I've ever seen. I think Bavada had it at at a minute and forty seconds last time I looked at it. Hmm. It's like usually it's like one. There we go. Thank you, thank you for the point of reference. I'm like, eh, I've never timed it, but I mean that's still a lot of time for a quick strike offensive drive. All right, I'm gonna sing the national anthem right now, and we'll time. Go. I don't think I had. First of all, it would be a copyright strike. Second of all, no one would ever listen to the show ever again. Mainly because you're just striking copyrights. All of these things are possible. <laughs> also, I'm a terrible singer. Um, uh, total overall yards in the game by both teams. The over-under at Bavada is 770 and a half. Uh, that's a lot of yards. It's a lot of yards. <laughs> a lot, a lot of game. A lot of game. Now I have to do the math in my head for like, okay, I'm setting not a lot of running, so like I was putting it under with the six, six yarders for the individual. Got two, two hundred yard pass, at least. Two, five, Seven. People can't see this right now, but Mario is counting on his fingers. These are my fingers. I have my million. Yeah. I have my hundred finger. Hundred finger. Uh -huh. Yeah, he's in a lot of medical textbooks. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm gonna. Oh, I wish I could push here. It's gonna be close. <laughs> you want to push? There's. It's a half yard. How you want to push at seven seventy and a half? So I could not be. So I can be wrong in the best way. Yeah, well, you can be. You can guarantee you're wrong. Yeah, in it's, like a better that's way. That's all pushing. Let's does. go. Let's go. Let's go over. Even though. It's close. It's going to be close. Let's go over. Uh, my favorite prop every single year is who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first in his speech? Bavada has 
Teammates, the favorite, minus 115. God or Jesus, plus 235. The City, plus 400. The Coach, plus 900. The Owner, plus 1500. Friends or Family, plus 550. And the one that I pray for every single year does not mention any of the above, plus 1600 at Bavada. What did Forrest Gump say? <laughs> when, when finally... He said, I believe life is like a box No, no, no. When he was running and they finally caught up to him. And he, what did he say? Just like, I'm tired or something like that. Yeah, I'm not. That's I'm, what I would I, love for a player to just say. Like, I am tired. <laughs> I just wanted to be like, I was great. <laughs> no, it better be. Can you believe how good I was? <laughs> It'll, if it's Matthew get a Stafford, contract. it'll be God, man. If, if, yeah, that's probably, it's from the He's from the South. Yeah. So those Southern boys. Those Southern they're, Baptists. They're gods. <laughs> um, I, there's one I can't find. Oh, this is fun. Will any touchdown be overturned by replay? Yes, plus 200. Mm. No, minus 275 at Bavon. Oh, I love this. I love this type of thing. I don't think so, but I would love. <laughs> yeah, I hope not, actually. So, no. I'm going off desire. I can't. Yeah. I can't find it right now, but there's there's so many. One I saw, the other one I felt like was the lock of uh, of the Super Bowl was how many players will throw a pass during the game, the over under being two and a half at Bavada. <laughs> Hello. Hello. No, we've got we've got guys that can pass the rock. I feel like it's a guarantee that somebody else is gonna throw the ball. We got guys that do this. So give me a, uh, a all right, we gotta wrap this up. All so right. I'm gonna I gotta find some goods. <laughs> this is not the one. This, this is not this is not where we're gonna end it. Uh but I do like that that this is there because it came into play at one point. Uh will the power go out during the yeah. Super Bowl? <laughs> yes, plus two uh plus twenty five hundred. No, you could really win some money here. Minus one hundred thousand at Bavada. Yo, we'll never live this down. The answer is yes. The power will go out. <laughs> no, no, don't bet on that happening. Not at SoFi. Oh, yes, because the California power grid is one. Oh, so strong. One. So strong. Uh, There's so much stuff, man. Where, where, why are all the... I feel like I can't find all the halftime stuff. Well, I can't find the the who would who's what songs are going to be played and all that stuff. So now I'm gonna well, let's end with a let's end with a, a potential double doink. Do it. It feels like the way to do this. Will either kicker hit the upright or crossbar on a missed field goal or extra point attempt? Bavada has yes plus three thirty, no minus five hundred. You said the crossbar or or the crossbar and. Or, or, oh, for sure, hit hit a post and it 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 comes out. out. Yep, let's get it. I'm going for that. All right, well, we have, I don't know, I would guess in the range of 35 to 40 wagers that we gave you, all winners. Uh, so put your money down. This is going to be super fun. Uh, your, your official pick is, is a Rams victory, Mario Hines. Rams victory, Matt Stafford, stand up, man. Don't let them put you down, stand up. But then sit down because you'd played a whole game but and the, you'll be tired. Yeah. Rest yourself. Rest yourself, buddy. Long season. You know, this is, you're going to have that Hall of Fame bust you got to get ready for. It's going to look, a lot's going to happen, Maddie. Lots, lots going to happen. And all of, all of those things possible because you were traded from the Detroit Lions.
Let the let, oh, let that man. be a lesson for oh, any current Detroit Lions. Wow, I thought I wouldn't even have to say anything else for the rest of the show. Jeez. All right, that's going to be it for the Super Bowl episode of the Underdog NFL Show. For Mario Hines, I'm Chris Wardell. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next time.